everybody. My name is Kevin. And I'm Dessa. And welcome to our podcast called As Baby Sleeps. Because we have our little boy in the middle of us while we're recording this. Um, this is our first episode and we're just going to go with the flow of things and then um, see how we uh, see where it goes from here. Uh, basically, just start a brief, brief history of who we are and why we're doing this. Um, again, my name's Kevin. Uh, I'm about to graduate from college or somewhere in Pennsylvania. Um, I go to college for a degree in making beer. And I'm going to do that for my future career. And I'll let my lovely wife talk about herself real quick. I'm Dessa, and I'm an adult learner. We have two kids. Um, my first son is JD. He's back in the Philippines. He's 12 years old. And we have Valentine in bed sleeping right now. And he's <laughs> 10 months old. So this is how we spend our night I figured this is a good way to communicate maybe get our relationship stronger by listening with each other if we have a choice (laughs) (laughs) you make it sound like I force you to talk (laughs) well it's a trade off that's all I can say (laughs) I talk she listens vice versa Mm -hmm. um Basically, I guess our first episode is just going to be about our experience in college. Is, as she said, we're both adult learners, um, but especially while having a child with us at, at the time, you know, um, it didn't start off that way. Um, we both had the same two classes, my first semester, her second semester class. And uh, just one day we just started talking to each other over coffee, found things that we really clicked, you know, which is usually have most relationships start, I guess, anyway. Um, and, and just, you know, the rest is history. Um, well, I mean, one of, uh, one of our big experiences was just learning how to balance work, life, and school and how to make sure that we stayed on top of things. And, I mean, the first few months with Hannah wasn't that hard because, what, he slept, about, he slept about 18 to 20 hours a day first four months of his life. Mm-hmm. And I swear, I mean, it was like that hump hump where it was like five months and he got mm-hmm. older. And it was like once he started playing and crawling more, mm-hmm. it was like, that's it. Unless he's sleeping, we can't. I couldn't really do my homework at least. Right. And I get it. Uh, just to be clear, we met in college, what, two years ago? It's hard with timeline because of the pandemic happening. Oh, my everybody, God, yeah. Everybody, we should talk about that. That's what we should be talking about, our experience. Yeah, we can next episode. But <laughs> we were we were um, dropping ideas back and forth, and we figured our first episode would be how to what it is for us as an adult to go back to college. Mm-hmm. Very brief history. He's in the military right after high school. And um, I went straight to work because I have a 12-year-old now. Back then, I have, I'm have i a single mom, and so I have to support him solely. So I went back to work, never really focused on what I want and to get a better education so I can get myself out there and have a better career 
And so I figured going back to college would be a great idea, but things happen and we have a baby now. Um, um, I wouldn't say that it's easier now, but as an adult, you're more mature, you're more patient. Comparing to how I am back then, it it is actually harder back then because I don't know what I'm doing. My head is not in that right place, mm-hmm. not because I can't do it, but because I'm still considered a teenager. I was mm. back 19, then I was right? only 19. Yeah. When I was pregnant, I was 18. Oh, oh I guess, I, you know, I guess I didn't realize that when you actually got pregnant. Yeah. Because I guess we never really talked about that, but. Yeah. So, um, I feel like in general, even if you're not in college, having a baby is really difficult mm-hmm. and challenging in more ways. Yeah. But it's also rewarding. I feel like there's, I mean, I, you know, you see people talk about having a child is get no, like you, you get less sleep, mm-hmm. you can get to do things. But I also think there are more positive then it's 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 really rewarding that's all i can say mm-hmm. uh at the end of the day that child is what motivates you mm-hmm. what makes Absolutely. you be a better person don't you notice that yeah 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 there's stuff that i struggled with like you know not just some anxiety and depression that i've dealt with i mean trust me having you and having him just having him on my tough days it just i mean it helps melt away that sometimes you know lets me helps me collect my thoughts and slow my brain down so I'm not overthinking things like I mean like I have since day one of our relationship mm-hmm. um but something I was thinking of that um that might be really interesting to our viewers to hear is could you explain your experience with with like not viewers but listeners listeners <laughs> right we're not on a video um you can tell it's my first time doing a podcast but our listeners could you kind of explain maybe a little side to side of like the difference between balancing work and life when you had JD versus what it's like your experience now. I don't want to say struggle as the word, but your experience now with balancing work, you know, school and baby, you know, like w- what's the difference? What have you learned? You know, what, what have you sort of tips that have helped you along the way? Yeah. To I, be, if, if to my be question a parent that I am yeah. now. And, and, to, and to give time for yourself to, like, you know. <laughs> um, that's, that is the most hardest question right. ever that I've ever come across with. I always get that. How do you manage yeah. time? And I always answer it with, I really don't know how. Well, what's your experience? What's the difference, too? But no, let me explain to you what my answer is. Yeah, okay. I don't know how in a sense that you just do it. Mm -hmm. There's, like, there's no shortcuts. Mm -hmm. There is no process. Right, right. There's no step by step. There's no, like, a baby doesn't come with an instruction. (laughs) It almost, like, (laughs) you do it or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. But um, going back to to your question, um, what helped me to become a parent that I am now with Valentine? Would you yeah? Would you learn from being J? Yeah, is to really have more patience. Mm-hmm. And um, when you were 
pretty much an 18 and 19 year old patient comes with age as they yeah. always say <laughs> and it, it really does because i think it comes from experience not just of age but that's what you mean i'm sorry go ahead but yeah you're right it comes with experience so back then i don't have a kid jd is my first mm-hmm. child mm-hmm. my experience with him mm-hmm. has prepared me to this moment to take care of valentine mm-hmm. um it's not like jd is a hard kid. He's right. actually not. <laughs> Valentine is a little bit more stubborn than JD. Well, don't they always say that the second, second kid's the hardest? <laughs> I don't know about that. I think, well, yeah. it depends, too, if he's the youngest, if that's going to be the last kid. So, yeah, yeah. Right. I beg to differ. Um, <laughs> but, you know, um, things that help me a lot and is like, the, the experience that I had with him and you know just prioritizing back then I'm prioritizing more of how do I how do I provide for him since I was a single mom mm-hmm. um, now I'm with you I have a partner I have you so now I can focus myself more on how to be a good parent Mm -hmm. and how to be a good mom and not just to provide if that makes sense yeah because you feel like with jd your unfortunate circumstance sure you had family you had family there but yeah you work so much you you always saw him but you felt like you barely spent time with him or now you feel like with me um you know of course relationships aren't always sunshine and rainbows but with with us you know we've had we've had our times uh, but the point I'm getting at is that you feel like I'm here and I'm actually supporting you to where you can be like, okay, you're you're with baby, you know, I can go and feel free to go to the library and not feel like um, you're not the only provider is what you're saying. Well, I don't know if you remembered, but the first six months of his life was, or the first two months that I was with him, I have to go back to work. And do you remember when we had the converse conversation? If I have to go back to work, mm-hmm. do I have, or if I can give up work so I can stay with him and for that Valentine, first six months? Right? Yeah, yeah, for that first six months, mm-hmm. and I did. That was my. That was I. I wouldn't say that was my dream job, but that was one of the best jobs I yeah. ever had. And they treat you so well, and and so, you know, now my focus is different. My focus is. Being a good mother to Valentine Mm. makes us providing. Mm. So, you know, just to kind of tie that all together is basically, you know, you gain experience from from being young to being now. I mean, yeah, there was an 11-year gap from having JD to having Valentine. But for those who want to think of it in a metaphor in a way, it's like riding a bike or... um, you know, never forgetting how to, <laughs> sorry, never forgetting how to it's cook so, something. It's so funny how you relate it to a bicycle when I can't ride a bicycle. I know, it's, it's still also me. harder than a bicycle, yeah. dude. Well, I, would say, I wouldn't say it's riding a car. It's almost like learning how to sail, because <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> and I thought it's complicated. I mean, I figure it's complicated. I'm learning how to fly a plane. Mm-hmm. You know, you get better as years go by. Like, that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, no. But, no, it, it does. It, 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 it Again, it comes with the whole experience thing. Is 
and that, that's kind of what I meant to say is like being a parent comes natural to you. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's every bit like you were saying, every kid's different, every baby's different. I mean, look at my parents; they had three kids. We were all different, different personalities, different likes. Um, you know, just how we dealt with our emotions or how we dealt with something. All how you and I deal with stuff differently. You need to kind of cool off sometimes. I want to talk about it right away, and I think that's a big thing with us too. With our relationship, is that's helped us grow together is to talk about it and communicate. Is if we we've both learned how to just understand each other so that we can better communicate and grow each other instead of just feeling like we're bashing heads all the time, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's that's definitely helped. I think with raising him is one, you have had that experience of being a parent. So my nerves, I felt a little more, I think maybe at least my experience, I felt more calm and a little more at ease. Of course, there was a lot of times, a lot of stressful learning curves, especially when you um, started to be like, okay, I can leave you, feel, you feeling comfortable leaving me alone with him, not because you didn't trust me, but because I'm a first-time dad. I'm For, for those who don't know, this is my first child, Valentine. Now I do... You know, JD is my like a son to me as well, and he's my other he's my other kid. But Valentine is my first biological son. You know, it's the first time I've had a child, so it's the first time you're taking care of a child. Yeah, period. I mean, sure, <laughs> Just... I've had cousins, but I've, I never babysat anyone younger than seven years old. Mm-hmm. You know, and seven years old, not that they're easier, but they're easier than a ten month old because at least they can tell me what's wrong. But Having you having that experience has helped me a lot to be a parent, especially um, going to school, too, because you helped me figure out how to balance out that thing. And you made sure that I had time to go, even if it was an hour, to just go upstairs, read my stuff, do my homework. You know, I, I couldn't I couldn't imagine doing this like you did with J.D. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine you going to school and work. And, yeah, you had family out in the Philippines, but it was different. You know, right, right. different than the kind of support you have here. And not in a bad way, just just different. Um, uh, well, th- that's one thing I wanted to point out um, or talk about since that's pretty much, yeah, we kind of went off topic parenting. I mean, can you <laughs> blame us? We're parents yeah. talking in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. Um. But how how's your experience in college since you're all graduating in a week? Um, yeah. mm-hmm. After joining the military, since you're considered an adult because you're in your mid twenties um, or I mean late twenties. Twenty seven, yeah. Um, how 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 did you adjust with with that life, the whole college life? Um, it was definitely, it was definitely a big adjustment period. I mean, going from, you know, boot camp, it's every, every, every second is guided. You are always told what to do, when to do it, how to do it, at what level to do it, you know, intensity, low, moderate, high, um, always just have enthusiasm and everything and doing what you're doing. Um, and then going to MCT, I was in the Marine Corps for five years, um, and then went to MCT, um, and then after that I went to my schoolhouse, and, and all, doing all of that, after boot camp's a little less controlled, 
um, of what you do, how you do it, when to do it. But after 13 weeks of doing that, you have that all in your head. You know, you, you, um, you're, I mean, for a lack of a better term, you're trained like a dog. You really are. And it's a hard thing to break that and be in, at least for me, I had a difficulty, even in the military, being individual, you know, learning how to think on my feet. And it took me a while. I, I eventually did it. And it took me a while to do that once I really was out to where my first duty station was, my second duty station was, and where I was at. Uh, I spent two years in Okinawa, and then the other two years were in Virginia. And I, um, you know, that first two years, I was alone. Uh, sure, I had work, and I was surrounded by a lot of people who helped me be, guide me into being my own individual person and thinking on my feet. Um, but it took me some time. And then especially getting... The what I'm trying to lead into with that is after getting out of the military, going back to my parents, I took them as my, you know, sergeants or cunnies because I took their guidance. I was trying to get them to be like, you know, I, I didn't realize subconsciously I was waiting for them to tell me what to do when I should have just been figuring it out. So, you know, after a little push from them to kind of, you know, cut the umbilical cord, as they say, you know, they were give me my space and let me learn how to be an adult. Um, it was a struggle. It absolutely was a struggle picking what major I wanted to do. You know, I spent five years in the military doing one thing and I got out and it's just unfortunately it was a job that really wasn't transferable out into the real world. Um, growing up, I was always told college degree is the thing you should get. It's going to make you um, a better chance of getting a job in the real world, which isn't wrong. But I should, I think people should also know that there is an option that if you work hard enough and school just isn't the thing you want to do, as long as you can find a job to provide for yourself and give yourself a healthy life, there's nothing wrong with that, getting off topic. So anyway, <laughs> I know, I do that a lot. But anyway, the point I'm making um, is just, it was a struggle. It was a struggle to adjust. It was a struggle to learn to live on my own, especially when I moved out of here where we're at now. And truly be on my own and not have my parents right around the corner to help me out. So it was, it was an adjustment period. Okay. So that, uh, it seems like that uh, stereotypes, which is always a stereotype that they have when you're in the military, that you'll figure it out on your own uh -huh. or you get off better is really not true. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe to some people. Yeah. But I believe if if that's how you are being treated, not mm. matching the military, mm. um, then it didn't really prepare you to go out there in the real world. In the real world, and I think, do you think it has something to do with um, you actually joined really young, right after high school? Mm. How old were you back then? Eighteen. Uh, 19? yeah, I turned nineteen. While I was at boot camp, so I was 18. So, do you have to, it seems like you have to grow up there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and Now, going, like, I'm sorry to cut no, you off, okay. but I just had, a, like, a great question yeah. um, in my head. Do you think, or since we have two kids, mm -hmm. um, both of them are men, not yeah. that women can't join the military. No, no. Um, would you advise them to join right after high school if given a chance if or i mean if 18 years from now 
JD asked you a question. Do you think it's a good idea to join the military? Would you? Doesn't it matter which um, which department? <laughs> is that yeah, uh, branch? The department branch. branch. It's the same how, thing. How doesn't matter what branch it is. Would you advise him against it, or would you not Jim into joining? I would if if he or Valentine came to me whenever they were eighteen and said, "Hey, you know, mom and dad." dad especially you i heard you were in the military do you think it's a good idea i would tell him um you know that it was an experience that i felt that i needed that i needed now if i would ask him why he's interested in the military what what brought him to the idea if he says oh it's because you were in the military because i always wanted to be in the military um, I, I would tell him if, if that is what he thinks is right for him, then I think it's a great idea because it, you know, I, I had my ups and downs in it. I think anywhere you go, anything you do, you can have ups and downs with any experience. I, I might have had it a little different, more difficult just because of learning how to, uh, deal with the emotions I go through and my thoughts. Um, but I met a lot of great people there. I learned, I, I mean, I had a lot of great experience. I, I gained a lot of experience. I gained a lot of confidence. I might not always come out with it every day and show it my confidence, but my um, I used to have a lot more self-doubt when I was younger than what you see. I mean, you see it some days too, but it's really helped me become a better person, stronger, more guided. Um, I think helped me be more direct on what I wanted to do. Um, and so if that's what he thought he needed, or if that's what he thought he was looking for, or if he just wanted to join because he, he, if them, if they wanted to ever join because they just wanted to do something for the country and they truly honestly wanted to do it for themselves, then I'd say, yeah. And I'd absolutely always support him. Now, nudge him. I wouldn't nudge him in the sense that, hey, you should go do it. But, um, I would advise them if they wanted to, they could. Only if they came up to me about it. I would never, okay. to me, when you said nudging, I just took that as me going to them and telling them to do it without yeah, them. That's saying, exactly why. No, I would, unless unless they came up and said, hey, I thought about the military. What do you think? I'd never mention, I would never be that, I'd never want to be that type of person to have my influence in, in making their choices. I would never want to put some, some seed in their head and that idea become their idea because then it'd be my idea to do it does that make sense i want mm -hmm. them to want to do it for themselves is just right, right. what i'm getting at okay. does that make sense as an answer question yeah 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 you want you want them to be solely that's their idea and you don't want to steer them wrong which is very a very responsible mm -hmm. parent you pretty much don't want don't want someone to be pushy or mm. you know to be you to be pushy or you know you've seen probably my experience with my degree my first degree um mm. that i was just oh yeah i was just uh you were just going to school because it was being paid for paid for and you know demanded that i should yeah. do this and I mean, I couldn't, you know, it's not a negative thing. It yeah. is the culture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh -huh. Some people may deal with it. Now I'm breaking the mold. I'm doing what I wanted to do mm -hmm. in my life. I'm halfway through my life. And 
you know, I think I'm very proud to say that I'm almost towards the end. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, it's just both, both being adult learners, it, it really was a hump for us to get over. You know, the different, I'm sure your experience of being younger and going through your first degree and now being an adult, having that experience and having that drive, not that you didn't have a drive when you were younger, but you had, um, you, you, like you said, you were still technically a teenager. You were a kid. You didn't really, not that you didn't know what I, you I wanted. Think what but... you were trying to say there is a motivation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're 18, when you're 17, I know you won't, you're really thinking about your future, but you're, you still have a lot of time to kind of catch up mm-hmm. when you like stumbled and fall. Yeah. But now that we're adult, we realize. I think that's why you said it's a hump because you have, you have, you kind of have to take it seriously. Yeah. So then you, your effort and, and everything, not, it's, it's a, not that it's a challenge because I myself try to make it as fun as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, even even if it's can be a little a little bit too much um, at times, but I would say that nothing is nothing is Im- impossible. And also, now that you know, I would I would never change it in the world. Mm-hmm. If if I was given a chance, and if somebody if there's a genie out there, okay, <laughs> I just say this. What's one wish you want? Do you want to go back in time? Or if somebody asked me if I want to go back in time and change things, I wouldn't. Hmm. I'll probably say I wish JD is with me right now so we can be complete and a happy family. Mm -hmm. But everything happens for a reason. And I solely believe in that. And also, I'm, I'm happier that I'm getting the degree that I want, the bachelor's degree that I want. Mm -hmm. With, in my age, mm-hmm. because I'm so motivated, I'm driven by passion, mm-hmm. I'm doing everything that I can and more mm-hmm. as an adult learner. Yeah. You know, I'm advocating for people. I'm not just a student, I'm, I'm very motivated, I'm very, I feel the responsibility as an adult to do all of these things. And I don't think I could do that when I was a teenager because I only care about myself. I mean, well, for, to be, I mean, to be honest. teenagers and thinking that, you know. Exactly. And when, when I was 17, 18, I was thinking about what movie I'm going to see with my friends on the weekend, where we're going to yeah, go eat, exactly. how long I'm going to sleep in. Not that you're selfish, summer. but you're kind of like wired like that. But yeah, we... I mean, we live in different times now. There are younger kids that would stand up for themselves and mm. advocate for other yeah. people yeah. but honestly I wouldn't change it for the world you know if if I had my first career and it was great when I was mm. in my teens mm. and now that I'm on my 30s mm. um, and I was given a chance to go back to college I'd, mm. I'd take it mm. in a heartbeat yeah if I if I ever had to do it again the, uh, the stuff that I experienced that was tough for me on the military I'd go through it again because Everything, every day, every second, everything we do, whatever we say we do, makes us who we are that very next day. It makes us who continues to add to our character and our personality. And, you know, it, it happened for a reason. Heck, you have a tattoo on you in Sanskrit, right? Is it, or is it whatever? Um, 
you have a tattoo regardless that just says it happens for a reason. You just believe in that thought. You know I what do, I mean? I do. Sorry. Um, I don't really want to talk about the tattoos I have, but I guess that's just every other couple, right? Somebody overshares. Wow. One of you overshares, and, a, and you notice who it is. <laughs> not gonna point sorry, fingers. Sorry. Not gonna point fingers. Regardless what the language is, the point but I was just making. Is I you... know, I know what you mean. You know, <laughs> I I think you what you just meant is you agree with me. Mm. But you know, whoever is listening with us, if someone will listen to us, and you're you're always wanting to go to college, but you think it's too late. Oh my! You know, you know how many people of interact with who I actually go closer with in college now, they're on their 50s. Mm-hmm. So, even 60s, right? Yeah. And, and this is like programs that I wouldn't even dare go to. Yeah. If they can do it, and some of these people, I mean, not, not saying that, you know, they're, they're struggling. So if they have, if they can do it, I'm sure you can do it too. Yeah, no. So absolutely. like don't give up on that dream. The only the only thing that would hold you back from not doing it is really yourself. Mm. It's it is a challenge. Every every day is a challenge. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my goodness, we're living in a pandemic. That's oh a challenge. Oh my god, yeah, that'll be another another topic for next episode. We can probably talk the whole episode about that tomorrow. But I mean, you know, uh you you can just just do it. And figure it out from there. Everybody yeah. wanted this grand plan on to go to college. There is no grand grand plan. No. You can never Just pro- go with the flow. You can never. Well, I I doubt. I mean, <laughs> I, sh- I shouldn't well, say to go with the flow. He, that's his. That's <laughs> that's my take. That's that my is experience. his take. Don't go with the flow. <laughs> I would I wouldn't say that there there isn't something that you can prepare yourself for college, but. You can always have that mindset that you're prepared mm-hmm. and you can do it. There's always an associate certificate degree, but if I were you, shoot for the shoot for the stars. Nice. And if you fail, mm-hmm. then you fail in the mood. Yeah, there's I no... just I just love that saying. It's just funny. And and there's something that we've heard from like Tony Robbins and all those other motivational speakers say too is that there's no success without failure. If you don't, meaning if you don't take a chance, chance. then you wouldn't know yeah. how to, how is it to fail, then yeah. or how you will be successful. Yeah. And if you the, just never take that step. Right, and there's no path to success that doesn't have a failure. And when I, when I say failure, I mean, you know, not just failure and you give up. You're gonna have times where you try something, you don't get it right away. That's what I mean by failure. Failure is just having those experiences. You don't get it immediately, but you learn from that experience as adult learners that we have had, and we take that experience and put it into our next try to help us succeed and get closer to our goals of, you know, where we want to live, the type of job we want to have, the type of um, house we would love for our kids to live in, the um, amount of money we can save up, not just money, but just you know, being able to have that experience to know how to do the things you need to do to be able to provide that life that you can for your children. Because of, you know, of course, you don't want to 
day-to-day wonder where the next food's going to come if you're going to have a roof over your head. So that experience, you know, helps you be a better adult and a parent so that you have that motivation. Yeah, I think they get it. (laughs) Right? I know. I think, I think, I think they get it. I know, I go on a tangent, but... If if you want to do it, just do it. That's what Becky says. <laughs> mm. But from our experience, we don't know where we're gonna go, how the life is gonna go. All we all we're taking is a chance, and mm. that's all we can take. Mm. Can There's always sacrifices. Like when I went back to school, thought about how my career is going to get. But all I know is it's gonna open so many doors. If not window, <laughs> if not, I will make my own mm-hmm. exit plan. <laughs> I will make my own hole in a house just so I have some ex- escape, mm-hmm. escape in a way so I can have my own career. Or I'm not even asking for my dream job. I'm just asking for something that I can be really, really proud of, not mm. something that was given to me right. or that I was pushed to do. Mm. And, you know, it's it's always just that one step, taking that one step that will take you closer to mm. that. Yeah. Well, I think that's I think that's where we're at you know I think that's kind of had our topic I think we I think I've definitely beat the dead horse as they would say um yeah the dead horse has been dead so many times <laughs> he's in a blender now <laughs> um he's chopped in mints oh man he's getting ready for a good salsa dip or something <laughs> but we kind of wanted to end this episode by asking the same question again and again what do you think or what do you think valentine is dreaming right now yeah that's gonna be our tradition is what do you guys think he's dreaming of right now he's he's in his diaper he's just chilling right in the middle with us and he's been twitching this whole episode we just want you guys to tell us what do you think he's dreaming well, whoever's listening, again, my name's Kevin, and this is my wife, Dessa, and thank you guys for tuning in, and stick tuned for the next episode. Oh, I thought we are going to talk about what he's dreaming about. I guess not. <laughs> That's a question. <laughs> that is a question, but we could, then, um, we could, I'll edit that part out, and we'll just end it with... Um, thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs>